Welcome. Today is Tuesday, October 13th. This is Sports Time with the Sage. I'm your host, Ryan L. And the baseball playoffs are actually going on. Yeah, I know. I'm a sports fanatic. I have watched about seven innings of the playoffs. And it's been all the White Sox who were eliminated in the first round. You just can't compete with football. That's what this proves. But there is an interesting storyline going on in the baseball playoffs. So it's down to the, the NLCS and ALCS. And just when you think karma doesn't exist in the Astros, who were 29 and 33 in the truncated regular season, are going to sneak into the World Series and possibly win that puppy. All of a sudden, Jose Altuve has turned into Chuck Knobloch. For those of you who don't know Chuck Knobloch, Excellent player. Similar to Altuve in the sense of not as good, but second baseman, like really short, a lot of power, good player. All of a sudden, he couldn't throw it. Got the yips, so so they say. Couldn't, couldn't throw it to first base from second to first. That's, you know, as rudimentary as it gets when it comes to baseball. I mean, that's where you put... You have a player that's, you know, maybe their glove's decent, has no arm, put him at second base because everyone can make that throw. Well, Altuve has had four errors maybe in the three games of the LCS, and it looks like they're down 3-0. So it looks like they're going to lose to Tampa. Looks like it's going to be Tampa versus Atlanta. I'm sure Fox is thrilled with that. The ratings will probably be through the roof. So someone call it the Waffle House Classic. That's pretty good. Tampa and Atlanta. But Altuve, you know, clearly he was cheating. Clearly he lied. And he had a miserable regular season. And now he's cost. He's going to cost their team. They're going to get eliminated because of the errors he's made. I actually feel bad for him. I mean, that's that's brutal. I don't know if you look at there's a a picture where everyone's meeting, like the infield's meeting with the pitcher, one of the ridiculous probably eight times where the coach comes out and talks to the pitcher and everyone huddles around. But he's just sitting there with, you know, all alone with his glove over his face. And it, it's brutal. I feel for him. And that's talking baseball. All right, we're going to get Sage on the line, cover the rest of week five, going to the DAC injury, preview Tuesday night football. Let's get him on. All right, that means one thing we got the sports stage on the line. Dad, how you doing? Good. How you doing today, Ryan? Not doing bad, not doing bad. So let's get right into it. 
because we got Tuesday night football. How often do you think we'll be seeing that? I can't ever remember seeing it. Of course, we don't yeah. have Thursday now after this, you know, this week. But, yeah, yeah, we've got a game tonight. So, in in my leagues, I was not willing to risk having this game get canceled. So, I had a couple of shares of digs that I had to go other routes. Yeah. So, it should be a good game, though. It should, should be a good game. Tennessee hasn't played for a little. Yeah, it's uh, – it's surprising they didn't build in an extra week of just buys in general. Well, I think it's easy to second guess, and I think there'll be weeks at it. I think, you know, you're looking at 18, 19 weeks and as it is. Yeah, I guess I, I don't think it would, they should have figured that out at the beginning, but so far so good. Uh, let's get into Monday night's game. That was an excellent game. Yeah, it was. Her- I mean, is he he looks so good? Is you know I would say, you know at this point he looks like he's gonna, you know, be a star. Well, he certainly looks really good. I mean, I we'll see, but you gotta like what you see so far. He's got a he's accurate. He's got a gun for an arm. So. Total package. Uh, you know, we'll see. He, you know, he's missing Eckler, I thought, big time. And then Allen, too. But even with those two guys out, he, he put on quite a performance. He really did. He, so they've been, they've, they've got some brutal losses. You know, that was, that was a tough one. The Saints, another lucky win. Uh, well, you mentioned Eckler. Let's go into the running back situation because. Like you say, it changes by the week, by the game. I mean, is Jackson now the guy to own? No question about it. You know, especially in PPR. And when we talk fantasy, we're always talking PPR. But, yeah, he had uh, 20 touches. Kelly had uh, 12 and started the game. And – Really, a key play for Kelly, I thought, was early in the game when they got the uh, pass interference call. The Chargers got it uh, down to about their two-yard line. And I I have Kelly in one league, so I thought, well, this is going to be awesome. They get penalized. They they throw a play, get penalized, and uh, then they throw a pass to Hunter. And just took Kelly out of that whole equation. And after that, the flow of the game did not go in Kelly's favor. And, of course, as they got towards the end of the game when they had to pass, I mean, it was just Jackson. He just dumped off to Jackson left and right. So I think no question moving forward right now, uh, it's Jackson's the back tone in that backfield. Yep. Absolutely. It looks like, you know, Kelly's role is going to be the same, whether Eckler, you know, those two are just interchangeable, Eckler and Jackson. Obviously, Eckler is the better player, but Jackson just went, pretty much took his entire share, and Kelly didn't get any extra trickle down. Yeah. Uh, Allen got hurt early after making a good catch in the end zone. What's the latest on him? Just uh, back spasms is why they he tried to go back in, but he just couldn't get his back loose. 
think it was similar to Johnson's injury with the Steelers. I mean, he had a back issue too. And, and, you know, it looks like he'll probably play, uh, Allen, they have a bye this week. So I think, you know, he'll be back in there for week seven. All right. Mike Williams looked good. Well, with Allen out, then Mike Williams, you know, he really stepped up. I mean, the one catch was just that, was that fourth down and they needed that or something? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. That was, it was one of the greatest catches I've seen the whole season. Just tremendous. But, yeah, you know, that was virtually a career game for Mike Williams. He's been very frustrating to own as a fantasy player. He's hurt constantly. I mean, he was seventh drafted overall out of Clemson. It's supposed to be a total stud. Right. He can't stay healthy. Nope. You're right, and it seems like that's been, the, you know, the history with San Diego's always kind of had those guys that will show, you know, flashes, these big athletic specimens, and, you know, never really can put it together consistently. Obviously, if Allen would be out, you know, he's, he's to look at, but you got to see probably more than just one game um, with Allen in there. Definitely. But Herbert, I mean, you know, rookies – they did tough to start a quarterback, but as he moved into uh, QB one, I think he might be. I think he might have moved into that eight to twelve range. I mean, has he replaced somebody like Mac, Matt Ryan, for example, who has been in that range? So yeah, maybe. I'd have to right. you know, again. Could be matchup based on. I mean, even Anthony Lynn had to come out last week and say, yeah, okay, he's our starter the rest of the year. I mean, he's getting accolades from experts and quarterback experts and his stats. I think I heard it was for rookie the most yards passing for three games to start his career since like Mahomes and no. Wasn't he? It was uh, Cam Newton Cam, yeah. and Andrew Luck. Yep. So I mean, you're, and also his first X number of passes accuracy. That's the king for the quarterback. If you're accurate, you can play in the NFL. I mean, this is why Baker Mayfield is so. Even though they're running, they're hiding his uh, his lack of accuracy. I mean, he's missing players left and right. But Herbert. His accuracy rate is up there with Mahomes. It's like 86%. It's some ungodly percentage, which means even the one ball last night, that was a big play over the middle and was slightly behind the guy, slightly. But the angle you could see, Herbert was getting sandwiched and he right. stayed right there. And he, it, yeah, he was six inches off, but that guy's got to make that catch too. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, you know, and quite frankly, it's, you know, Burrow had all those studs at LSU and he was, you know, Herbert was supposed to be Burrow. He was supposed to be the lock number one pick. And, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, if you just, if you had, I know it's probably maybe too early, but I, I kind of like Herbert uh, over Burrow. He was also a four, 4.0 biology major, graduated early. So a lot to like there. No doubt. And we haven't seen him run yet. He's got, you know, he's a big time athlete. So, you know, there's going to be a few games where he's going to get you some points running. Yeah. So, yeah, moving forward, um, 
you know, maybe if you had him back up for, you know, Dax, uh, he's definitely someone you can insert, you know, going forward from here on out. So moving to the Saints, I mean, Peyton just can't help himself. He can't. I mean, I don't, he can't. I, I, yeah, he can't. With Taysom Hill, you mean he can't. He just cannot help yep. himself. Uh, so, I mean, again, Saints, heartbreak for the Chargers. Uh, another fortunate win for the Saints. They don't look the same. I mean, they're three and two. Now, maybe it's Michael Thomas, but his off-the-field issues now with his teammate that got him suspended for the game. That's that's a concern. I know he's a stud talent, but as we saw with AB, it can morph into something greater than this. Probably won't happen this year, but uh, yeah, I'm keeping my eye on Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, AB was you know historically as good a receiver as there ever was. So if you know he at age thirty can't find a team, it can happen. Uh, Sanders, you know, he've, I've always liked him. He got, he got the targets, but you buy it. Well, I mean, he's a wide receiver three flex when Thomas comes back. If Thomas wasn't there, he could inch into a wide receiver two. And Breeze has, yeah. Breeze had the stats, but he he doesn't pass the eye test. I don't know how much longer. Well, it's fantasy now. It's real football versus fantasy. He's fine. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Like, uh, Greasy broke down that one uh, play. Like, here comes the blitz on the left side. Okay, the guy's wide open on the right side. Come on, just bring it. And he was just smarter than the defense. And that's not changing for Breeze. So, you know, real football, he's a total asset for the Saints. Fantasy, you can't, in a 12-team league, you can't really even use him. You know, he'd have to be a buy sub for you. Right. Uh, and then, you know, Kamara, he's as good as anyone going. So, you know, I as long as as long as he's there, Murray, he he's, doesn't get quite the usage to be playable. Yeah, he's, I mean, as we saw last year for two weeks, he's he's an RB1 if Kamara's in a round, just like we're going to find out with uh, Cook being out, it looks like, and Madison being in. He's an RB1, too. So you hold on to those handcuffs for this very reason, that in, you know, one, two, three weeks. Right. They'll fill right. in. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely would keep. But let's uh, – speaking of running back – disasters you know there's a couple of them we've been bringing them up the Ravens so Bengals at Ravens Bengals get crushed what explain what's the Ravens running back or is it just stay away well there's only one running back to own for the Ravens and that's Lamar Jackson yeah okay the other running backs no they all get well, Dobbins, he doesn't even, but, you know, Edwards gets nine touches. Ingram gets eight. Dobbins gets, you know, five and two passes. It's Andrews, Mark Jackson, and, you know, Hollywood Brown, maybe. Yeah, he's starting to, you uh, know, now better. this. 
but yeah, I mean, you're probably starting them if you have them. So, but I agree. It's, it's really those two. And then, you know, Brown, you're probably starting, but you're not super excited about, um, switch into the Bengals. You know, you worry about Burrow. Is he just getting crushed out there? And you hope it doesn't have long-term effects. Uh, I mean, fantasy-wise, the volume is just there. You know, he's probably creeping into the low-end QB1. Uh, yep. So, you know, AG, AJ Green looks like he's absolutely done. Now he's re-hurt. Right. I heard yeah, earlier I could... today he was wide receiver 89 right now. He's... He's the fact I could see, you know, he him not playing his another game for the Bengals potentially. Uh, what about has Higgins passed Boyd? Oh no, no, Higgins is replacing Green. Boyd is their number one. Okay. He's not replacing him. Actually, the interesting thing to me the last two weeks on the Bengals was the use, usage for Joe Mixon. Now, this was a tough yeah. matchup. He was coming off a career 42-point fantasy. He, he got eight targets. He's all of a sudden getting Geo's work in addition to his own work. So, I mean, he had 30 touches. Uh, you know, if Mixon is going to get 30 touches, he all of a sudden can be, you know, your RB7 or 8 so this is for some reason I don't know why they did it, but they seem to. I Gio was hurt a little bit, but he wasn't supposed to be hurt last week. I mean, he had two targets, Gio, and Mixon right. had eight. It's yep. it's been reverse. Yep. So this is interesting, and it really really helps Mixon's uh, value. Right. Yeah. He's yeah matchup proof if it going to get this type of usage right yeah there's not really uh much else to discuss from that game let's go to indy at cleveland is is cleveland good (laughs) well i mean they're solid they're good enough to compete in the nfl because who's really good in the nfl you know there's a handful everybody else then are cleveland's so if they can win the close games uh and hang tough, you know, that was a big win for him, really. Yeah, it was. And they had him the whole way. That wasn't really even close. Yeah. Not close at all. Like, Indy only had 52 plays. So, you there, know, that's there you go. Really, really low. Uh, you know, so that was a, they have a good defense. You know, Hunt wasn't spectacular, but he still got like 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the big, you know, they used Hooper this game. How long do you have to see that before? Well, they've used him a little bit more in the last couple weeks, you know, culminating with the 10 targets this week. You would think they paid him all that money. I don't understand why they didn't come out of the the gate throwing to him, but they didn't. So, uh, yeah, that's that's encouraging, encouraging for sure. Right. And on the flip side, my man, Ali Cox with the goose egg, Doyle with the egg. I tried to uh, warn, Burton. you know, they have Doyle, Cox, now all of a sudden Burton. Right. And then you've, you've got Philip Rivers, who's the the t- tight end QB. He throws to him right. all day long. Uh, so, yeah, that's a mess. That whole tight end situation in Indy yeah. is a total mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
they, and they did, like I said, they had 52 plays, which is hard to do. Uh, you know, the one thing they obviously made the cognizant effort to get T.Y. Hilton involved. I mean, there's no one else there at the receiver core. I mean, do you, you, do you feel good about using Hilton? Well, you don't feel good about it, but he was actually dropped in a couple of my leagues over the weekend. Wow. Uh, and was being touted as droppable fantasy-wise. So does this get him back in, into the wide receiver three flex rating? Maybe. But, I mean, that's how far he's dropped. That's Yeah, and you play in deep competitive leagues. Uh, so that's that's saying a lot. Yeah, I, and yeah, he definitely, you know, he's he has a track record of doing it. So uh, I would, what did he get, 10 targets this week, I believe? Yeah, he did. He was 6 for 10. One of the interesting things is Jonathan Taylor. Now, My man. Now, how long we've been <laughs> waiting on him? You know, I mean, let, here, just hear, hear me out. Robinson, we saw go off for a few games so far. Oh, Mike Davis, my goodness, he goes off every game. There are other running back. CEH, compared to Jonathan Taylor, has gone off. But here's a guy, many people said, oh, he was the best. He's a stud. When Mack went yep. down, he's an RB1. If we redrafted, he'd be at the turn of the first and beginning of the second. He hasn't shown it. I'm just saying. Yep, I'm I'm in that camp, but he needs to have a good game here soon. It's, That's for sure. And he's running behind what many consider the best offensive line in football. Okay. Um, like I said, this game was, you know, the low play. Kind of, I mean, what he only had like 12 carries or so. But anyway, you only get so many games. Yep. So he does need to have a good one uh, quick. So let's go to Giants at Cowboys. Obviously, the gruesome injury. Um, even though, actually, those injuries, I don't have a weak stomach like some people towards those. But it looks like he's, you know, four to six months. That has to be really the best-case scenario. Yeah, I think he'll, he'll be fine coming back. They, right. they say he's uh, – Kenyon Drake is the only person in the league – he had a similar injury at Alabama. So, okay. uh, and he said it made him a better player, stronger person, better runner. So it's not something that, I mean, it, it's a shame for Dak and you could tell, I mean, he's one of good guys, Dak. There's so many knuckleheads out there in sports across the board. Uh, Dak isn't one of them. And, it, you know, that was heartwarming to see his team rally around him. Yeah. It was, uh, and also real quick, Karis, Karis Levert had that same exact injury, NBA, uh, and he he's can't bounce completely back. So yeah, I, I would feel fine about that. And you know, people in the contract, he's not going to lose any money. He's still going to get a massive contract. Now for this year, you know, Dalton, he's not horrible. Those weapons are incredible. You flyer on him? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, he's way way above not horrible. I mean, you, you can't look at it in a void. Let, let's look, you mentioned his weapons. Do they have the best wide receiving core in the league? Close to it. Yep. You know, stud after stud. What was interesting was after Michael Gallup being ignored all but the one game 
I mean, just ignored. Right. And then that game ignored. Dalton hit him with two gorgeous passes down the sidelines. Yeah. So moving Some forward balls, yeah. is Gallup. Is he going to be the receiver of choice for Dalton? Nonetheless, he's got th- four, three stud receivers and a competent tight end and a stud running back and a defense. So he's always going to be playing from behind. I would think moving forward, Dalton is at the end of QB one this year. Yeah, no. Then if you if you have if you have Dak and not a backup, like go get Dalton for sure. Uh, you know, little. You, you mentioned Gallup. Uh, t- to be honest, Lamb looks like the best player. He does. He actually, yeah, he looks better than Cooper too. I'm yep. with you. He was eight of eleven. Eight catches on eleven targets, 124 yards. I mean, Gallup got what 58 yards on those two plays. He ended up with two with four catches, 73 yards. Cooper two catches, 23 yards. But this is what Amari Cooper does. Uh, that is, yep. He was number one after you know, four weeks. And then, yeah, this, that is what he does. So like I said, I, I on when you watch him, lamb looks like the best. Uh, they're probably all three, obviously. Well, I don't know, you know, Gallup, he's depending, he's, you know, a wide receiver three, but like you said, it's something to look for going forward because, you know, he could, he can, his value can only go up. I would say with Dalton in there. Yeah, I, I would agree. And maybe uh, somebody like Schultz, the tight end, isn't as valuable if Dalton is looking towards the long ball down the sidelines more. Yeah, Yeah, I like that too. Um, And then also, it's been, I mean, Zeke's been fine, but he's he's had at least two plays where like the review, like he's obviously scored and they haven't challenged it. That's kind of, that's been brutal. If I don't know if you've caught those, but uh, back-to-back weeks where, you know, he's, he was clearly in, but, you know, they, they only challenged every scoring play. You know, if you are ruled down, it's on the coach to challenge it. So, uh, you know, he's fine, but that's kind of a tough break. Uh, as far as the Giants, uh, Slayton? Well, Slayton's tied to Shepard, though. I mean, his stats are night and day. When Shepard does not play, Slayton is like a wide receiver, too. When when Shepard plays, he's the wide receiver three flex. And again, Shepard didn't play Sunday, and uh, you know he tore it up. Yeah, well, I think Shepard's out. I mean, he's on IR. I know. No, IR but he's different. out now, and IR is only three games. He's coming right. back this year. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And then, you know, Ingram. He got like what? He get a touchdown run, but only two catches. He only had one catch. Okay, maybe it's two targets. Yeah, it was two targets, one catch. I mean, he's just so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, it's so frustrating because you would think they you would utilize him way more. Uh, Freeman, he looked good. He did look I don't good, know. but, I mean, is that Dallas's defense? Uh, they seem more committed to him this game. They did, yeah. No, I mean, I would – Use him while you can because he gets he's, he's someone that gets hurt and he's definitely the guy. But yeah, I mean, if if you got him, you probably paid a premium to get him. Uh, so it, it is it was encouraging. He does that. He falls. I've never I remember him from Atlanta. He will like 
his touch he scores more touchdowns with like his back you know like backpedaling yeah it's a weird thing but if you know what i mean yeah no it's interesting um so but you know it's encouraging a little bit that's you know that's for sure all right and then um carolina at atlanta i mean davis looks as good as cmc he's been unbelievable yeah. I mean, he's just that nothing short of astounding. I think he's RB1 since he's got in. I could see I that. Mean, I mean, there's this is incredible. Not a, you know, I mean, RB1, the, the top running yeah, back in the league. I mean, this is unbelievable. Right. Now they're saying that CMC may not be back this week. <laughs> You know, okay. which it's like, yeah, I mean, why bring him back, right? Yeah, and he's, I mean, there's no way he's going to get the volume he was getting. Well, but he's still who he is, and he's still going to be an absolute stud. I mean, Davis is just going to take it on the chops big time. I mean, he probably won't have standalone value, but we'll see. No, yeah, probably not. But yeah, we'll see, because they, they, they got that screen game down. Uh you know, Bridgewater, he's he's a good real quarterback. Yeah, he is. He's, he's smart. He is. He's, that's what he is. He's smart, and players seem to, you know, he knows his limitations. He galvanizes teammates, yeah. it seems like. Uh, he's he's a good player. Moore got the big touchdown or the, the long one, but it's, it's clear who the number one guy is. Yeah, there. Robbie Anderson again. I mean, he had 13 targets, DJ Moore at five. No, he's and he's doing it and all you know across. There's it's not like it's all one type of route. He's he's doing it all. He looks you know tremendous. They tried to get Samuel really involved there early. Yeah, they they run the ball with him a little bit. I mean, he's got four carries. Uh, I mean, if DJ Moore wasn't there, Samuel looks you know about as good as DJ Moore right now. But with Moore there you know it really hurts Samuel I mean he can be a flex on a bye week right um, yeah I, I would agree with that but yeah he's, he's worth rostering that's for you know because if either of the two get down the, those targets will be there and then Atlanta now nah, Gurley he had his best game and some targets well I mean he had an awesome game he had 121 yards rushing on 14 carries a touchdown had four catches on five targets. He looked good. He looked really good. I mean, didn't he? We were talking about it. He had like five targets coming into the game. So that, that was encouraging. I didn't, I mean, and then they cleaned house though. So we'll have to see if that affects anything though. I would say coaching changes mid season usually doesn't have that big an impact. Right. Well, I, it's situational. But in this particular situation, I think it's a plus for Gurley because up until last week, he was being underutilized. So then you see him in week five with the best game, did he? I mean, he looked really good. And now you, now you have a yeah. new coaching staff. What do they want to do? They want to win. They I mean, they all want to win, but they want to win now. Right. And who's your best chance right. of winning? Run Gurley into the ground. Yep. Ridley continues to be wide receiver one. Uh, and then H- Hurst 
can't be trusted at tight he end. Can't. I mean, it was all set up for him. He did. I think it was Matt Ryan overthrew him on a wide open touchdown. But still, again, that tight end position, you know, it's all the same. I mean, whether it's Higby or it Hurst, or we talked about Hooper earlier. Some days they use them. Right. Some days they don't. Nope, nope. That's uh, that's how it is. So. All right, what's uh, the game tonight? Any, anything you're looking for other than it's going to be a good one? Yeah, I think it should be a close game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Tennessee performs at being off. I mean, have they been out, off right. over two weeks now? Yeah, 15, 15 days. 15 days, wow. That's probably a record in and of itself in the league. I mean. Yeah, actually, and then. Probably I mean, is. think about it. Yeah, before COVID, I mean, ten you Thursday night and then you play. That didn't count. You know, that's ten days, but that's more like a week. This is over two weeks. Yeah, it's just you know how twenty twenty is just a bizarre year in our society. No doubt about it. So what is it? Is that I don't even who's carrying that game? It's not uh, Monday Night Football, is it? Let's see. At that uh, CBS. All right, so yes, that CBS sometimes yeah, is on yeah, the NFL Network is. too. So that's is that, that was, uh, is that Romo and Nance? Yeah, they're the if they're there. Yeah, they're the okay. lead CBS if they're flying them out. That was that was a rough moment on Romo where he was like, "Let's hope this is a cramp." Oh, I don't know you if you saw with that. that with. Yeah, at first I thought it was a cramp. Well, he did handle it like. You know, he didn't freak totally out. No, and he know, he and rubbed his calf like he cramped up. He did. He did. I mean, I think Roma he did. Was he talk, did. Was talking for everybody. That's what I thought. I thought it was a cramp. He missed one play. Uh, well, yeah, I, I I actually thought it was the football, or it was like maybe I wasn't seeing it right because it was so shoe was and it wasn't like his actual yeah. foot, but um. Yeah, no, that what real quick on on announcers. Rome was obviously the best. You, what do you think of the Monday Night Crew? I think they're solid. I could Pretty use yes. one less. I one less guy. Yeah, I I think. I, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, I think they should pick between you know Greasy and the other guy, but and they're they're definitely an improvement over. Yeah, I would what agree they had. with that. Okay, Ryan. Though so I, I you too. All right. Talk to you. Have a good one.